0: Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host
1: Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers. I'm here with John Dinkle, CEO of Dinkle Business Development. Welcome, John.
0: Thank you, Carl. Thanks for having me.
1: So you run your own business development consulting company, and you and I have talked about this a bit. I, I, I'm fascinated by it, uh, but but you weren't always a business developer. You were you were a publisher, and so let's talk. Let's go back to. Your publishing days and how did you go from publishing you were you were a uh, publisher of the B- baltimore business journal i believe
0: right right sure was and then,
1: and then you um moved into business development i take it you used uh, you uh used that network that you developed there as a publisher and then uh, you hit my radar screen because you also host a show uh, called ceos you need to know so take us through the evolution of john dinkle
0: Yeah, so I uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for having me. Um, So I spent 16 years at the Business Journal Um, prior to that 25 years in in business development sales operations and I I left there in 2017 um, as the the publisher and was in that role for about 11 years. But what it taught me was you know, high-level networking and high-level connections, high-level relationships. I mean, so my role there was not only to run the day-to-day operations and, you know, had the, the management team reporting to me, but, but more the face of the, the business community and the face of the paper. So I was out there meeting with the partners of law firms to, you know, CEOs to tech startups, uh, and it allowed me to build a, a pretty big network over the, you know, years I was there. And I loved it. And and um, what I really liked about it is I felt our product helped people, you know, whether it was content or branding um, or networking at our events. Um, I really, i just dug that. And I really, I really loved the, the helping people part about it. And, and, and I liked coaching my team. And so that led to... Um, you know the uh, kind of the epiphany of why not do I do this myself? I mean, I you know take the experience I have in the sales and BD side and and, and the operation side, the network that I built up over 20 years, and um, and the, the mentality of wanting to coach and help and mentor people and turn it into a business. So I left there in 17, started uh, took took the summer off and started DBD um, in uh, September of 17, and ever since then it's been it's been a joy ride. I love it.
1: So talk to me about how you figured out the business development methodology that you use and talk a little bit about that methodology.
0: Yeah, it's a great question. And it's, it's really funny when I think when you're in it and you're, I was doing it for so long, I didn't realize what I was doing until I left and then started to map it out as a process for my clients. And it was really interesting. And, and that has developed over the, the course of the three years that I've been doing this. But but basically, you know, I, I did this because I like to help people. I really do like to help them build their networks, build their personal brand, and build their their business. But it, it's all around relationship marketing, lead generation. And you know, I, I was I was practicing it at the BBJ, but I didn't really understand the methodology and the process around it. So when I had to build this out, you know, I had to kind of define for myself what that meant. And and what I mean by relationship marketing, lead generation is. The methodology of building relationships uh with your clients prospects and referral partners in order to increase the number of top of line uh, on top of the funnel leads qualified leads right. and, it, and it is all about relationships it's it's more relevant today you know in the, in the today's climate of a, a zoom meeting and teleworking you know people um still do business with people they like and they trust and so, my model was really based on that is helping companies come up with a strategy around business development and coming up with a uh, a strategic plan with tactics um, and accountability measures and timelines and all those things that you that you're doing normally in in your job but you just kind of don 't think about and so I help them focus and keep them you know keep them um, accountable to those activities and a lot of those things are are things that you, you know, you should be doing, but you just, you just don't do them like, well, so, so some of the tactics I use and what I coach clients on are, you know, multi-tier referral strategy, like, you know, um, and what I mean by that is, and I break that down three, three, uh, three uh, areas, and that's referral champions, referral partners, and referral groups. So referral champions are people that, you know, friends of the company, you know, your board members, your, your investors, your, you know, uh, just friends, family, you know, people that you can call on to ask for an introduction um, every now and then. your clients are great referral champions. Um, matter of fact, they're probably one of the best. Um, and then referral partners are kind of your centers of influence. You know, those highly networked people that you're building deep relationships with, you're helping them out, they're helping you out. And, you know, you get into, um, you know, you're, you're top of mind with each other. And then I look at referral groups. And those are, of course, are the groups that you belong to that you try to leverage, you know, um, uh, referrals out of. And then, you know, we get into networking strategy, content strategy, um, in-house events, strategic alliances, um, roundtables. You know, there, there, are, there are a myriad of things that, you know, business development professionals can do, CEOs can do nowadays. Um, that are unaffected by our current situation um, and in a lot of instances, I think people know that they should be doing these things, but they they just don 't do it and 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 in some cases don 't have the the skill set to do it
1: so like you i I built a, a professional network without realizing I was doing it at the time. I, I got a job okay. doing um, a capital attraction for uh, an economic development organization, and my job was to bring venture capital into a jurisdiction and keep the companies from leaving the jurisdiction to go get that capital, right? Yeah. And in doing that, I got to know most of the venture capital community, and I didn't realize it at the time, it was a government job, I was building a valuable network. And, and when I got the yeah. phone call from PricewaterhouseCoopers offering me a lot more money than I was making in my government job to go do business development for them, I realized, yeah. oh, wow, you know, I developed something um, powerful here, something worthwhile and valuable. And it sounds like you did the same thing so for a young person watching or listening today i know you've talked a lot about building a, a professional network a, mm-hmm. you know a business network and then also building a personal brand so let's yeah. break those down let's go let's why, why you know if, if there's a you know 20-year-old 20, 20 person sitting in college today and and they're listening to this and they're studying to be an accountant or or a lawyer or a, whatever you know a publisher um, what <laughs> What do? You, why is it important to them to think about a professional network? And and wh- how would you tell them to go about developing it?
0: Yeah. So um, great question. And, um, and and I love talking to young people about this because I wish someone had talked to me when I was in my early 20s about this. I really didn't get it until I was in my 30s. You know and. So starting out, starting out early and building up your network, um, and whether you go into a sales-related position or HR or, uh, like you said, accounting, you know, building your network um, is crucial and and so uh, important um, to young people to understand and to act on. And because not only is it um, you know going to help you in your career, you know, and and learn of uh, new jobs and things like that, but it, it's going to help you. Um, Develop yourself, like become more. Um, um, you know, I don't want to say more salesy, but but learn to deal with people more, and learn to communicate better, um, and learn different ideas, collaboration, um, all those things that you know a big network can um, can give. And
1: where do you start? Where do you start? Like, why would somebody want to know me? Like, you know that. Like, I'm sure that's what somebody listening is, is thinking. Why would anybody yeah. want to know me? What do I have to offer them? Yeah. Where do they start?
0: So a good question. and, and like, a lot of that, if I were someone now, um, I would start I would start with the social media. I mean, um, especially in these times, um, you know social media, especially LinkedIn, some of these more business social media platforms, are a great way to to start building your network. Um, you know and, and getting on some of these webinars, so everybody's doing webinars these days, but there's a lot of ways to connect with a lot of people um, through webinars. Um, eventually, we'll get back to you know social network and in, in, in person networking, in-person um, networking, and that's another great way. But right now, it's it's building that LinkedIn network, and um, it's liking you know kind of similar. It's following um, you know similar uh, um, uh, you know industry pages. You know, if you're in accounting, you follow you know Maryland Association for Certified Public Accountants. You follow you know different things like that, things that you're interested in too that's the other thing about building your network. I mean, I, for me, I have met some really interesting people that I've learned so much from that, you know, uh, just a different way for me to think about things. Um, and also things that I'm interested in just learning more and more about it. So yeah, to get started uh, and start with your friends and family. I mean, start with all the people you think you know, and just, just LinkedIn with them, just connect with them. Um, if, you're, you know, if you're averse to using LinkedIn, I mean, you can also use just a, you know, a common database if you have a CRM, if the company you're working for has a CRM and, and use you know, something like that. But you know, LinkedIn is a great tool to use to get started.
1: Okay, and then we're in the uh, COVID-19 shutdown right now, but things will change uh, and this will be out there for a while afterwards. When you go into the physical realm, where are some of the places that you would go to, to meet people and how do you get involved?
0: Yeah, so I like to go to again to uh, association types of events um, because I can get really targeted with that. Um, if I'm if I'm targeting CEOs or CFOs, I might go to you know um, you know financial executives international because it's a CFO organization. So you can get really targeted with a lot of these association and trade groups. Um, I also look at some of the awards events because um, those those bring out some of the high level people. Um, that normally don't come out to events. Um, same with, uh, bigger nonprofit events where you get, you know, board members that are um, high members of the business community that don't, you know, come out to your normal happy hour, but they'll come to something like that. Um, so yeah, when it comes to networking, you know, I always look at, you know, kind of what, what, what's your goal for this networking event? You, You spend a lot of time, money, resources to, to go to these events. And you really need to sit down and think about that before you get to an event. I mean, think about what, what do you want to achieve from this thing? What are, who you want to meet? What are the goals you want to accomplish? Um, you know, I always think about that, whether I'm going to a little happy hour or a big annual event. You know, if my goal, if I set a goal for myself to meet five CEOs at, you know, the next, you know, kind of big networking event, then I, I make sure I do that, you know, and set these kind of personal goals. So I think that's really important.
1: How, how do um, you follow up, John?
0: So I, um, I follow up in a, a number of different ways, um, social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, obviously with a personal email, um, sometimes with a personal note, sometimes with a personal gift. I mean, uh, send somebody a book, you know, so I, uh, follow up's huge and, and a lot of people don't get, the, get that. I think I read a, article or a, a statistic not long ago that 45% of sales professionals don't follow up after the first time. And I, and I believe it. I, I've been a, you know, a, running, a, running a, a, an organization in my past. I've seen that where sales folks or BD folks will follow up once and then I don't hear from them. for. How you do you know. stay
1: in touch? How do you stay engaged?
0: So I stay engaged um, creating value. You know, um, whenever I look at a, a person or someone that I want to be engaged with and have a relationship with, it's giving value. So giving value in the form of inviting them to an event. Um, letting them know about a really cool webinar, sending them a book, getting, giving them an article, um, sending them a bottle of wine, mean, like, you know, I'll, always think about, I always tell people, always think about how can you give value to that person? Because it, it always comes back. It, always having that give to get mentality is, is just huge for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's such a. It's such a powerful tool. And if if, the, if your listeners, I would encourage them if they haven't read the book by Bob Berg, the, the go-giver, I would really encourage them to, to read that book. Good,
1: good book. Now, you, you, yeah. we talked about the, the personal brand. Not everybody is, you know, a big publisher of a business journal. Um, yeah. You know, it's easy, easy to build a brand when you've got, you know, yeah. <laughs> ra- readership across the whole city. Right. How, how, does, how does a young person or, or somebody who doesn't have your kind of role build a brand?
0: So building a brand, a couple couple ways. Um, One is being a thought leader. Um, You know, even at a young age, you have experience and you have connections. So um, I think, you know, uh, going out there and writing stuff um, and getting noticed on LinkedIn, um, doing content um, and, you know, whether it's through social media or, you know, doing a blog or doing a podcast, you know, be that thought leader. Um, another way is to get involved with the community. I mean, um, volunteer your time, get on boards, get on committees, um, you know, non some of these big nonprofits are looking for young people and they want your, they want their, um, you know, their, their opinions and, and their um, way of thinking. So that's another really good way to start to build your brand is get out there and do some volunteer work. You'll meet some great people. Um, and um, obviously, you know, building that personal brand through thought leadership uh, building content um and also you know just being you know be a good person man be be friendly be happy be you know love what you're doing i mean cuz mm-hmm. that, that 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 translates in any interaction you have with somebody i mean i love what i do i i, I love helping people and yep. if you if you if you if you can exude that it's going to it's just you're going to you're going to going to go places
1: well i guess we're doing some of that right now aren't we so you <laughs> You went and uh, you started out going to Salisbury University, and then, you know, if if a young person going to Salisbury University were listening today, has no idea what he or she wants to do, and they they hear you talking, they say, well, I really like to do what John Dickel does, what advice do you have for them?
0: My advice is to um, talk to people that are in the field. You Know because it is being in business development, being in sales, it's it's tough. I mean, especially now. I mean, and, and it takes time. I mean, building relationships doesn't happen overnight. I mean, I've some of my best relationships I've known people for 20, 15, 20 years, so it does take time, and and it's not an easy role. Um, you, you, there's still a lot of rejection, there's a lot of hard work, a lot of you know, long hours. But um, so, I, I would say the first thing would be this to reach out to as many folks like me um i love talking to young people um and ask advice um and understand what you're getting into (laughs) yeah
1: so i I think that's really good advice and and we're going to wrap it up with that you know as as a, a college student uh looking for a mentor uh when when somebody reaches out to me i'm sure for you as well and says would you be willing to mentor me I have a hard time saying no to requests like that, right? Right? Yeah. Is you know because you're flattered that they would reach out to you, and uh, and it's it's kind of fun. I mean, you can't yeah. take on a hundred yeah. mentees, but you can take <laughs> no. on a few,
0: right? Yeah, I agree. I love doing that too. I'm I'm right there with you, Carl.
1: All right, John Dinkle, CEO of Dinkle Business Development. Thank you so much for joining today.
0: Thank you, Carl. Appreciate the opportunity. You have been listening to Brain Makers with Carl Grant.